you don't have to want to be a pro bodybuilder, do it for a living or like continuously do it. But if you just want to do it to prove it to yourself that you can, worst case scenario, you're in the best shape of your life. So like either way, you're going to love it and enjoy the whole process. But that's another piece. Just enjoy the process. Really, you know, stay dedicated, but enjoy what you're doing or else, you know, you, if you go with superficial and shallow goals, it's, it's not going to be as easy when those moments get hard, right? You need a, a strong why, you know, because yeah. that's going to keep your dedication. That's the reason you're doing it all is going to be the reason why you're doing it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the supersetyourlife.com podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration, entertainment, education to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. My name is Taylor Milton, and if this is your first time joining us, we're so glad you're here. Every week, my husband, Colton, and I pray and ask each other what kind of content our coaching members, clients, and podcast community could benefit from the most. Guests range from professional bodybuilders, nutrition doctors, fitness entrepreneurs, stand-up comedians, and sometimes it's just the two of us teaching on popular questions we get asked. And sometimes we interrupt each other, but we and we argue, but we're working on it. And you know what? That's what life is about, growing. <laughs> We do not accept donations because this show is a labor of love and our gift to you as the listener. All we ask is that you share it and help spread the positivity. This is a team effort. If you keep helping us do that and spread the show, we will keep showing up to get you guys high level guests to keep your fitness journey exciting and sustainable. If you'd like to support our mission, we do invite you to check out our website, supersetyourlife.com. Colt and I provide just about everything you need from personalized workout and nutrition programs. Check out our website for a list of successful body transformations and follow Colt's Instagram at Colt Milton, where he posts success stories from our members every day. All our meal plans are personally written by Colt. He'll spend an entire day on a new program starting at the computer or on the phone with a new client so that he fully understands what foods they prefer, what their schedule is like, what's their budget and the equipment they have access to. Even if it's just a yoga mat and a cheap pair of dumbbells at home, somehow he manages to make it work for everybody and gets everything going for them. So they're set up for success and for their body transformation. Colt has won awards in eight natural bodybuilding shows as well as the best poser award in half of those shows. It's an art that I just love watching him do. He has experience in coaching male and female athletes in both men's and women's bodybuilding, men's and women's physique, men's classic physique, bikini and figure and he's also putting together a group of athletes for fall of 2022 including all the new clients and this is a surprise guys he is going to be competing and doing his prep on a carnivore diet it is something you don't want to miss out on it's going to be his best physique yet text compete at to colt at 206-743-1346 for any questions you may have on the competitions he'd love to hear from you he pours his heart and soul into this, guys. It's what he loves. It's what we love. And coaching is what we were put on this earth to do. As a personal transformation, guys, Colt has been coaching me this last year. And I myself have lost almost 40 pounds. I've gained a ton of muscle. My confidence is somewhere I honestly didn't think I'd get to again. And mama's out there. I am fitting into my pre-baby clothes. And you know how good of a feeling that is. So guys, also on our website, you can find our entire superset supplement line. We have whey protein isolate powder, chocolate cupcake, birthday cake, and peanut butter, which is our personal favorite. We have creatine, workout pump formula. All of our male and female athletes love it. It's a non-stim pre-workout that gives you energy and focus, but without the caffeine. So you can still enjoy your, you know, your pre-workout energy drink or whatever you like to use for caffeine, coffee, whatever. Um, we have those in the flavor of lemonade and blue raspberry, and they're both delicious. We have lots, lots more, and we beat Amazon prices, and we also give out tons of samples in every order. So if you just want to sample something, let us know, and we can send you something your way. We also have our own motivational gym logbooks for you to track your progress featuring quotes from pro bodybuilders, Olympic and professional athletes, and famous influencers. Our own patented Skull Bells workout equipment line, which is our Skull dumbbells and curl bars they're pretty metal i know that's what you're thinking but they're awesome we love them so much and we have our skull cable attachments which you guys if you haven't seen this or seen any of the videos colt's posted you have to go check out his instagram we have tons of reels on them it is our extra long cable rope attachment it is a must if you are a gym goer and then anything skull bells re related follow our skull bells instagram account at skull bells 
And if you head over to our website, supersetyourlife.com, I promise you're going to find something that you love. And of course, there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee on all of our products and services. Lastly, guys, if you'd like to be a part of our Facebook community, text Facebook to Colt at 206-743-1346 or shoot him a DM on Instagram to be invited to our Facebook group where we encourage, uplift, and inspire each other within our circle of friends and clients. Guys, it is an incredible group. We absolutely love it. And the culture we are just in the midst of creating is just like no other you'll find anywhere else. So definitely join that group. And we'll jump into this week's episode. Have a great day, guys. Hey, podcast. On this episode, we had Lawrence the Hero Espinoza. He is a superset client as of 2021, having recently taken second place in men's bodybuilding novice and classic physique novice at the NPC Northern Classic in Federal Way, Washington. The judges were highly impressed with his presentation, in particular his artistic posing and his stage presence, especially considering this was his very first show. This man has become like a brother to me. He works as a warehouse manager in Seattle, Washington. We worked together at a distance through his prep, which required a lot of commuting on his end, as well as us connecting with him whenever we would go to Seattle to work with everyone else that we train in Seattle. And of course, daily check-ins, progress pictures, posing, exercise form, meal plan adjustments. The guy is a stud. He's going places, hard worker that's caused me to step up my own training. And I just think of the world of this guy. So love this man. Give it up for Lawrence Espinosa. All right. So Lawrence, welcome to the show. Hey. So what did it feel like to get second place in two divisions in the very first show, my man? So a lot of people told me that was an impressive thing. However, uh, initially when I first got it, it wasn't happy, right? Like I was. It's not just what we wanted. <laughs> not what we wanted. Yeah, it's just because you know you work so hard, and you you know I and I wasn't like expecting to win. Like I'm better than everybody else there, but uh, I was. You know, I went in a level of expectation. Um, but yeah, you know, after that initially passed, you know, um, I, I was happy. I was happy with the results because especially because a lot of seasoned people told me, you know, that this was really good your first show and you look good and stuff like that and and mostly you know keeping the attitude and mentality um is good and, and like you said you know winners you know might make you a little bit lazy or complacent and so i like the fact that i still had a fire um it really kind of lit a fire in me um after i was done kind of mopey um but yeah that's that's kind of how it generally felt just a mixture of those feelings yeah and yeah. in, in, in classic and in bodybuilding both of those were such a toss-up for you and and all the judges said that that first place could have gone either way too. And and yeah. I remember they were calling out numbers. And then I saw the look on your face when they, when they called second place and my, my heart just broke. It just tore apart. I was like, Oh dude, I, yeah. I've gotten second place so many damn times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's kind of, it's like, an, I tried not to show it too, which is funny, but you just know me. Cause yeah, I was just like, ah, like really? Like, cause yeah. I really put, gave it your all, you know? Well, well, I I know you, and I and I know that look, and I know that feeling. So I, I I knew exactly what was going through your head. Yeah. But you know, but you look back and you're like, we left no stone unturned. Are there things that we could have done, but could have done better? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, you man, you 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 were certainly not out conditioned. You were certainly not outposed by anybody. I think you're the best poser on the stage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it just feels like, you know, we did the best we could with the tools we had and, you know, uh, starting when I did, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, like I, I felt pretty happy with the whole thing. Um, it was like, obviously, yeah, we, we now know what we can do better. But for a first go, I'm, I was very happy with it, everything else. And, and it was good. It was more uh, more contained and small. Um, nice, nice to get the experience of how it goes, even from the backstage the guy clipboard and all that stuff. So it was uh, interesting. Yeah, very interesting experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you were saying that how you're almost happy that you got second place instead of first because of what that's done for your hunger and your drive now for for the improvement season. Yeah, yeah. Um, ideally, it it just made me um, see the gap, I guess, between some of the competitors there. Because yeah, like I mean, obviously the guy who took overalls was amazing. You know, um, heavier weight class, of course, um, but that, that kind of showed me like, Oh, that's the distance I can go. Like, that's the gap I, I need to be to close. And, you know, whatever age he was, he's, you know, he's doing great for whatever he's doing, you know? Um, but it just shows me that, you know, if I work at it, 
um, and, and put in the time I could, you know, potentially get there, you know, we have very, very similar genetics and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was happy that second place kind of uh, made me a little hungrier and, uh, and show me that I can, couldn't, can improve. And that's what I love about bodybuilding is that constant improvement on your, on your physique. You know, we're just kind of like artists chiseling away, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I got second place at my last show and Taylor was basically crying too because we thought that I was going to win it and and she was heartbroken, I was heartbroken, but now it's like, okay, it's been a while and I've been, I don't think I'd be training this hard if it wasn't for that, you know, and having having you come into our superset team was the, like the best thing that ever happened to, to my training because I'm looking at how hard you're going and how much improvement you're making and how much better you're looking every time and how you're just relentless, you know, and it just made me look in the mirror and I'm just like, man, like I could be doing better, you know, uh, just because most of the people that I'm training are, are beginners doesn't mean I have to train like a beginner. Not that I was by any stretch, but um, it, it gave me joy and purpose in my training again, because I'm like, all right, I got to keep up with Lawrence now. And this morning, there's days where I'm like, I really don't want to do 20 minutes on the, on the stair mill. And I'm like, he's doing 40 minutes on a stair mill and <laughs> complain about it one bit. It's no big deal to him. I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Else on our team too, man. There's, there's, a, there's a, a lot of people that really look up to you now and uh, just really, really, really grateful that you're in my life. I really am. Yeah. Likewise, man. Like I said, it's not only that accountability from just, you know, paying for a trainer and all that stuff where you kind of it's like a gym membership like you pay money so you you're almost obligated to go and that's kind of how like training was at first where it was just like all right like this will create that level of accountability that i need um but then it just kind of when we were had those workout sessions together it was like oh wow like i I know where I can push myself now. Cause you would push me there, right? Like you would just one more or an extra set or we were holding, we're doing drop sets, something like that, where I'm like, I don't train like that by myself in the gym, you know? And it, uh, it really like showed me another gap to close. Like, Oh, I could go harder every time, you know, and, and really put in that effort. And so, yeah, like, likewise, we just kind of both, I think fed off each other and, and I needed that. Cause I was, I was working out before and then now I'm training, you know, mm-hmm. difference. <laughs> <laughs> was it the first time or the second time that you trained with me at Gold's and and we met Bill and Brandon? Yeah, I think it was the second. It was pretty yeah. early on, and 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 we then we talked to him for like two hours in the locker room because we, yeah, I remember that just just hogging the hallway and and chatting about literally everything bottom yeah. up about the sport. Yeah, yeah, and how you and I just how, how you and I left and we were like who did we just talk to yeah we really <laughs> just bumped into some ifbb pro trainer that yeah like it was, it was how amazing. many ifbb pros <laughs> yeah yeah it was, it was like a kid in a candy store moment you know for us both i think just be able to pick his brain and talk to him and stuff like that yeah and and, and he was completely open to just to just share everything too and so i mean that yeah that really made me look in the mirror as, as a coach too. And I think that did, um, that did a lot for, for, for both of us, but it, it, made, it made me realize, okay, if you're coming down, if you're making the drive to train with me, like I need to, I, 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 I need to be more of a coach than just working out with you. Like it literally, like I tra- training you is it's a full-time job job, bro. Because I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, should you eat this or should you eat that? Like, should you hydrate? Like should you stretch? Like, should you like, like what should you be doing right now? And especially like, as you're getting leaner and leaner every time that I see you too, it's like, I can, you know, one small thing changes your physique so drastically that it's like, I, it sounds super weird, but like, I can't, I can't take my eyes off you for one minute because then it's like, Oh crap, he's getting flat. Oh crap. Like this is happening. Oh wait, hang on. Um, do do a side chest pose. Oh, nice. Okay. You know what? Um, I guess we don't need to do that exercise anymore. We need to do this, this exercise. (laughs) Um, and, and, and it's just, it, 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 it requires like every bit of focus that I have to where I can't, I can't look at my phone notifications. I can't accept any calls. I can't talk to anybody else there. It's like, I'm focused on you the entire time. And a lot of that was because Bill told me that I need to do that. 
So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely noticed the change too. I mean, you were always great and attentive, you know, especially making sure like my mental is, is there, you know, always checking in on my mood and, and, and how I feel about things. But yeah, like after you, something was different after we met him, you were just like coming to me like, Oh, and I gotta be like this and saying sorry for stuff that like, wasn't even an issue, you know what I mean? And, but you just saw that as like a failing of a trainer, which it wasn't, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely liked at all the improvements that you kept making because it was the experimenting was the funnest I think playing with my diet so much and then with different exercises and how that muscle would show and end up like shaping in the end when we did weeks of that kind of training so it was kind of very very fun to see that it was it was so weird to see like literally every two weeks that that I would see you like you look like a different person and it, it it was it was exciting too because like every time you would come over but it's like we would get to the gym and I'd be like Oh, hell yeah. It's like, I felt like, I feel like, you know, I'm at home, like behind my computer doing your macros and and, and writing your workouts and, um, and, and, do, and doing everything <clears throat> from a distance. And so when you, when we'd finally be in the gym together, it's like, I almost feel like it's a sculpture or a painting that I've been working on. And like, now I get to see what it looks like. It's, it's cause like I'm, I'm these, I'm pouring these rubber uh, dumbbell skulls. Right. And um, and, 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 and cable attachments. And so it's like, I pour it, but I don't know what it looks like and everything. And I think I did everything right, but I don't really know until I go break it out of the mold the next day and see it and take a look at it. And I'm like, okay, nice. Like we nailed it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what I really equate bodybuilding to, you know, people won't say that about the sport, especially when they only see like, like what Arnold did and stuff like that. Right. Where it's just like, it's, it's all about the muscle look and being big and weird and stuff like that. But I think it's so fascinating because it's, it's literally like a chisel and hammer, you know, and whatever's the clay, you know, our bodies are just this, um, this potential really, you know, even if, you know, you get chunky and stuff like that. And that's what I try to tell people who might be carry a little extra weight. Like it's all potential, you know, it's literally stored energy that, you can go use and utilize that to shape something, you know, and that's what, you know, where I started, I was, I was a little thick, you know, but, and before I met you even more so, you know, especially the COVID pounds. And so that was me trying to clean up my diet before even meeting you. Um, so yeah, it was, it was more of like just taking that and being able, obviously fat doesn't turn into muscle, but being able to take that, utilize that energy and with proper diet and just honestly, dedication um diet and dedication you're able to shape something and and really sculpt your body to how you want to and that's what i i think the most artistic part of the sport is you know granted it's very physical and and manual intensive and stuff like that but um i I, we're artists you know yeah it's it's an art and it's a sport yeah you know and and i get so many people that uh, you probably get this a lot too because there's a lot of people that come to you for advice and like as, as you excel in the sport, that's kind of what happens. And yeah. as people are embarrassed to share what their diet looks like and, right. and you know, like, what, like, well, okay, well, what's your diet like, like right now? And you're thinking of like, they can improve it. And, um, and it's almost like they're hesitant to, you know, that, Oh, well, I, I, I eat pretty healthy. You know, it's like, just like, just like if you're a pastor, everybody's like, Oh yeah, no, like I, 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 I go to church, blah, blah, blah. It's like, if, if you're in the fitness industry, people try to like, um, you know, yeah forward there but man the, the the worse your diet is the more potential you have you know it, it's the guy that comes to me and is like i'm eating 2000 calories a day and it's nothing but fish and asparagus and i'm training 2 hours a day i'm just like oh yeah you're not going to be able to improve off of that like you're going to have to do yeah. a diet that's going to take 6 months and you know but if if but if if your diet hasn't been the best then man like your metabolism i'm sure is super high you know, your hormones are probably in a good place and you're, and you're probably, probably ready to just make a, a couple changes, maybe not even go into a calorie deficit and just swap out all the processed foods for, for, for whole foods and wait and start weight training. If you're doing nothing just three times a week, I mean, even that's an improvement and you'll see, you'll see great results off of just that. Right. Yeah. I mean, especially like, it's very similar to what I'm going to do, right? Like um, going into this next week is just, I'd say meeting in the middle where uh, I I might be a little more husky than I want to be and um, might be like a little um, less, uh, I guess, full in the muscles than I want to be. But uh, the idea is to kind of like meet in the middle, right? Trim down a little bit as I bring up more muscle mass and, and shape and size and stuff like that. And so 
I, I find when I do that, I basically go maintenance calories, like to maintain my body weight. And then uh, just because I want to see where I am. Um, yeah. And yeah, usually you just lose already, you know, because you're, you're introducing exercise, you're putting in whole clean food, and then you're uh, creating maybe a little bit of a deficit with like three times cardio a week or something like that. Like I plan on doing cardio, like, you know, maybe 20 minutes, three times a week and stuff. And that might just be enough to already just kind of trim you down. And, and especially as you introduce weight training and then you're getting stronger. And so you're pushing more and stuff like that. I, I feel like that's like a very easy way to start off. Um, to really not change much and to just provide the effort and dedication first. And then you kind of build, like you said, you can build off that. You can clean up the diet, take out the processed food, take out the sugars and stuff like that. The, the added stuff that you really, you know, when you look at it, you know, you don't need. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, and then that, that alone, like, yeah, leaps and bounds. I mean, that's essentially what you did for me initially, you know, um, obviously we started me at a deficit, but yeah, for most people, you, you just clean it up, clean it up and get working out and you're, well, we bumped we bumped up your calories a little bit too when we. Oh when we yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and you and I both have something in common too. Before we started working with coaches, we were both doing basically if it fits your macros because yep. bro diet. Yeah, well, it's it's cool and it's what it's it's what's trendy on YouTube. Like, I'm yeah. on a carnivore diet because man, meat is medicine, and even though your primary fuel source was carbs the the entire time. So, except for peak week, <laughs> even, even though, you know, like you're, you were eating a lot of oatmeal, a lot of sweet potatoes and a lot, and a lot of white, a lot of white rice. Um, it was still very much a meat based diet. Oh yeah. And, 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 you know, for, for, for me, it's pretty much all I eat is, is meat. It's, it's a hard diet to sell because it's, because if you're, if you're eating ice cream and if you're eating pizza regularly, and if you're eating out a lot, then it doesn't, it doesn't, have it doesn't sound appealing. Yeah. But as soon as you get used to it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's a paleo diet, if it's keto or if it's carnivore, you know, I've done all of them. If you, you find something simple and stick with it and something that actually fuels you, then you just basically forget that everything else even exists and you don't crave it anymore. It's simple. Yeah. Right. And that's definitely the perk about just eating a clean diet, right? Like in, and you know, whatever, floats your boat for people um everybody i think i think everybody should definitely experiment and try to see what like fits them best because like mm-hmm. i even liked our our lower carb days but they were like keto right um those were fun like the saturdays it was nice because it was a break in the diet as well as like more of a, a satiated feel from all the fats and stuff but uh yeah i feel like you know most people you need to just nail down what is their most efficient fuel source and then um, keep it clean and simple. It's the easiest way to stick to it as well. You know, if you're eating very similar foods and, and all in the same group, you can't really like mess up. You just know these are my set um, foods I eat. And, and I think the more complicated, more processed stuff you add. Yeah. And then the, the more sweets too, that was like a big thing, just not eating them in general, like ever, even if it would fit your macros, like, right. Like, let's say you were short and you needed 40 more carbs at the end of the night. That doesn't mean you can just drink, you know, 40 grams of sugar in a soda. Um, even though it might taste good, it's going to ruin your taste and end up like making you crave it more and want that. Exactly. Know? Yeah. It's, 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 it's not the same it. at all. Yeah. 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 So, clean. Going off of what you're saying too about your depletion day, I got a guy Todd Rogers. I think you you, you know from the Facebook group and everything. He's the guy that does acrobatics, and he's no dummy. He's like he knows what he's doing in the gym, but he's never done like an actual bodybuilding training program before. So I had so I had him do um, basically a similar approach to you. Obviously, all of his meals are at different times and everything, and he has different preferences and different um, just like things about his lifestyle that. Um, make it so that we're using a similar macro approach, but basically a different meal plan. Um, but we just started getting to the advanced stages where we're doing the refeed and everything. And we're doing the normal. Um, and yeah. So he always looks forward to refeed day. He makes all his own sushi and everything. Um, but just like, you, man, like he's been, he's been getting leaner because he's basically a fat burning machine in the mornings. He does all his fasted cardio. Then and then he loads up on cars and then just crushes his workouts and then that um, that day where he depletes, it's he's he's a fat burning machine then, and especially the next morning too is always when he weighs the least. He weighs five pounds less on those mornings, but he's he's like, man, like the day where I don't have any carbs is actually the most fun. Like I get to eat lamb, I get to eat bacon, yeah. 
that's bad. This is life. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's like a fun way to kind of like cheat the system with it. Right. Like you're still in a deficit all your days uh, minus the refeed day. Um, and you're eating carbs regularly. Right. So you can't like necessarily tell people like, oh, I'm craving carbs, but you want something else. You want something that tastes good. And yeah. and what you can't do is typically mix like high carbs with high fat. Right. So like that's why a burger is so good to me or pizza is so good is because it's like the worst of the three. You're getting terrible amount of first of all, not the greatest quality of protein, a bunch of fat and a bunch of carbs all the wrong source. And so when that's paired together, that's like, that's money, right? Like that's why we love it. Um, it's why McDonald's is never empty. Um, however, um, it's those keto days kind of imitate that, you know, for me having whole eggs and being able to eat the egg yolks. And granted, this is from acclimating to a cleaner diet. So, you know, my taste buds don't crave that greasier, worse stuff for me. Um, you're fine with just whole foods and fats that come from those whole foods. You don't really need to add anything and same thing with the rest of the diet. And so I think that's a, a nice break in, in the diet and led to my success, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, those, and those fats too are so important. You see so many people that just cut the fats and that's, I think people are getting better about it today, but especially in the old school days, I was like, the first thing you did is you cut all the sugar and you cut all, all, all the fats and, and you, and you just wreck your hormones, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's crucial to your natural testosterone levels. You know, it's crucial to um, other aspects of your health. It's important for your, joints. it's important for your sleep, it's important for your digestion. Yeah. Keep those yeah. A lot of enzymes those lipids are important. I mean, it's why like dosing with fish oil, they've shown like every day is really, really good for your health. Cause there's certain fats that just our body needs and it does great things with them. You know, women and men can metabolize our cholesterol or the cholesterol helps us metabolize and make those hormones. And so it's like, yeah, like without that, you're going to really eventually feel bogged down, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, it was like a fad back in the day where it's like, Oh, fat's the enemy. And I feel like we go back and forth every, you know, 10 years where sugar and then fats and then this and then that. Um, but truly, I think healthy sources like you showed me the omegas and all that stuff is, is really the way to go. And yeah, never really villainizing anything. I think minus processed food, just never really room in your diet for that. But, um, you know, you yeah. can eat, it's, it's just for mouthfeel. It's for flavor. Um, but yeah, like for the most part, just eating those whole clean foods is like an inclusive diet, I think is huge. Yeah. We just got cod liver oil in from metabolic nutrition too. So I'm going to get on that. I got to finish the omega threes that we have first, but, um, we got those in stock. So I'm excited to see, um, how I feel off of taking that. Cause it's basically, it's, it's, it's omega threes is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so how, so how did you, so those cravings went away then for like all the stuff that you were, you were eating before after what, like a week or two? Yeah, probably took like two weeks max. Um, and then, uh, the, you know, there's that initial, like uh, more of a restricted, I can't have it. So I want it. And then it kind of changed into like, Oh, I, I just want to taste that again. Cause you'd smell foods and, and want it. And then eventually it was like, it was a combination of the results as well as like, acclimating my taste buds you know you you feel better for one and then you look better so that helps but mostly like just waking up with clean energy not feeling like I need a coffee or I need a this or I need a that like when I first wake up you know I don't need to put junk in my body and then I didn't need like anything to um as a crutch you know and stuff like that so that was really nice and then eventually you kind of, uh, they play off of each other, the better you um, look, you know, the better you kind of feel. And so uh, I noticed that, you know, th- this is okay to stick to this, I-, I feel healthy, and, and I'm eating healthy. So I know nothing's wrong. So why not keep to this, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. and sure enough, my body found that I really liked it whole clean food, like changed it completely for me. And, mm-hmm. uh, and now I'm going to just take that practice with me when I just make all my meals, you know, no more if it fits your macros, because it's easy and it's simple <laughs> to do that. Right. But it's, it's really shortcutting yourself, you know, um, you could eat bread and you could eat, you know, popcorn and stuff like that. And, and just different things that fill that gap. But, uh, I think people get the best results off of clean, clean dieting. And the cravings will go away. And then as long as you don't break that and go eat a piece of cake, like you won't really feel the need for that piece of cake, you know? Yeah. If, if you're, if you're craving a piece of cake and the cake sounds good, but the, but the food that's in your meal plan doesn't sound good, you're probably not really hungry. You're probably bored or stressed. And then in that case, you know, it might be an emotional issue. It might be a spiritual issue. It might be something to where food's not really the answer, but as a society, we use food 
as a drug a lot of times more than more, more than just fuel for your body. Yeah, I feel like you're absolutely right about that. We've tied it into the culture. It, it's it's our thing, right? For everything, happy, eat. You know, if you're sad, eat. And we have food for when we get together. We have food for when you go out, picnics, because you want to go outside and why not eat while you're there? Like, it's just kind of funny. We've, we've tied it in everywhere. You're right about that. And and I think you're, you're totally right about, you know, if, if your healthy food doesn't sound good, you're probably not hungry, right? Like if you can't go eat some chicken rice and green beans or something like that, then like, does your body really need fuel is what hunger's for, right? Like actual fuel. Um, or are you, you know, craving, you're trying to fill an emotional little hole and stuff. And, um, and we've all done it. I mean, you know, it's fine, <laughs> but I think understanding and acknowledging that is like, is key, you know, like, Hey, I stress eat at this time. Or like when I'm at work, I have more sugary drinks because of this reason, you know, and just finding a way to like, you know, stop that essentially. Yeah. How, how confident were you with your posing with just like things outside of the training and the dieting, but the other stuff about going into a competition beforehand, like, did you have any idea what to expect? You know, how, how did that evolve over time? So, yeah, talked to a lot of people and then um, looked at a lot of stuff online um, and really could never get the perspective. Obviously when you do it, you gain a whole new perspective, but uh, yeah, it was mostly about uh, just trying to learn everything. And then I wasn't really so confident with everything. I was like, Oh man, is it going to be crazy? Like, am I going to know where to go? And am I going to feel out of place or awkward or anything like that? And uh, obviously that none of that was true. Um, But yeah, initially I was just like, I have no idea. And so, you know, went online and read through everything and that kind of, made me feel a lot better. Um, the posing was, you know, something I really practiced on the last two weeks. Um, so that was, I was feeling really good about that. And, and on stage, I felt really good about that too. Um, just a couple of things I want to work on, like, you know, just keeping those glutes engaged all the time, but yeah, that's more of like, I'm going to gain that with experience and stuff, but yeah, for the most part, I was, I was confident feeling good right up into the, um, the show. And so, um, yeah, it, it kind of built over time. Definitely the, the amount of work we did and, and even doing our Facebook lives and stuff like that, where I was already out there and you were kind of always showing me out there anyway. So I was like, okay, like I feel really comfortable with my body with being on stage, tried on the, you know, the clothing. Cause that was an interesting thing too. That banana hammock, man. <laughs> it was tight. <laughs> so it's kind of, uh, you know, all of that, the little ins and outs that you get to learn with. Especially with doing. because there are a couple of times where like, it was pretty cold too. And sometimes you can, yeah more than what people really want to see through, right through right facebook and stuff and like i got people from my church watching this you know so yeah like, hey lawrence looked pretty good on <laughs> yeah. yeah at least you pointed it out one or two times but <laughs> it is funny uh yeah and then even like backstage you know oiling me up and stuff it's just just stuff you're like wow what are we doing here <laughs> like this yeah that that was that was weird <laughs> that was really that was, weird but i've done enough shows okay. to to, to where to where it's like you know somebody needs help putting their number like on the back part of their trunks or something and so it, it's just yeah the culture man it's uh, right and that's what i love about it how everybody's just so open and cool about it and stuff i mean it's a wow. yeah it's it's a people business but it's a personal business too yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> Yeah. I think I, I think, I think I literally touched like just like almost every part of your body except your trunks with the, with, with, with the, with the oil. And it was kind of nice having Taylor and Annalisha there, like while we were tanning you and stuff too. So it wasn't like, you know, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't weird or anything. And we all got closer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bodybuilding, man. Like this is yeah. the, the body is the sport. The body is the art, you know, it's like, what do you expect? So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love about it is it's not, um, you know, you, you get a bunch of, I'm sure you hear them a bunch of jokes from other um, dudes and stuff like that, especially my coworkers. I work in a warehouse. And so, you know, it's always just like, Oh, you're going to be naked on stage, oiled up and posing with other dudes and stuff. They're always trying to make it something it's not or sexualize it or do something weird, but it's, it's cool. Like the people involved and in, in the culture and stuff like that, or we all know what this is, right? Like, and especially since this is what we train for and work for, this is how we perform. And so, yeah, I love that. There was no awkwardness or anything involving that. And I was just more so excited to get it all going and getting it done and stuff like that. And standing there forever was a thing, but yeah, the tanning and shaving, I would say is the least favorite part about the sport, but 
for the most still, part. Yeah, I love it. Are, are, you, are you still shaving your legs? Um, no, no, I'm taking a break for winter. Oh, bro. I, I know, I know, but it's Alicia's request because, you know, she likes it's the feel of me being having hair and stuff like that. So I'm <laughs> growing the beard out. I'm trimming it so I don't get a neck beard, but I'm yeah. going to let that grow out for a, a little bit. And then in come April, I'm going to get it all back. Yeah. So get it all back clean and yeah. then start cutting. Yeah, when Taylor and I snuggle up together and, and, and it's like, I like it actually. I shaved. Did you say? Whoa, you like snuggling up next to? I was talking about next, next to Taylor, and you're like, I like it, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I I just like like cuddling. Or at first, it's weird, right? Like putting on clothes as a, as a male, at least putting on pants, having shaved legs for the first time. You're like, oh, whoa! Like this is something new to me. Um, because it's something as you grow up and get hairier, you never notice. But I actually like it. I enjoy it. It's smoother and I dry off from, I don't hold as much water from the shower actually. Um, yeah. Because I get pretty hairy, you know, it's all that. I mean, you've seen me, it's all, it's all down my chest, legs, back, arms and stuff. So it's kind of like, um, yeah, I, I enjoy it better. And I think against skin, it feels better, but um, it's something that uh, my partner doesn't like better. So. Hey, you got to keep her happy, bro. That, bro gotta that's, keep her happy. That's, a, that's yeah. a very, very wise move. Yeah. Thank you for that. It's <laughs> okay for when I need to do it for showtime and stuff like that, or even a couple of weeks out when we started like, or a couple months out actually, when we started doing that. Um, and I definitely find it is way easier to upkeep on it though. So yeah, it's going to suck to like go back at it again. Cause when they're longer, it's just more of a pain. But when I was able to keep shaving like the rest of my body every, like, I think I only did it every like week. Um, that was way easier. And so, yeah. Well, even, even, your, even your chest too, man, like you got a hairy chest. And so like we were doing chest exercises and, and like, I, I, I needed, I need to see this kind of stuff so I can see your conditioning and see if we need to see like how many types of flies we need to be doing versus presses or whatever and get those striations to come out. And right. when every time you came over and you still had that hairy chest, that forest. the last time I'm going to ask you, man, please, you need to <laughs> so I can see what we have to work with because I can't see anything in there, man. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was, it was monkeys jumping out of there. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I don't even remember what it feels like to have hair on my legs. Yeah, it's it's prickly. Comes back prickly. Yeah, yeah. You gotta stay on top of it a couple times a week, otherwise it's uh yeah. See, I'm lucky. It seemed to really only go once a week for me and I can do my whole body and I was fine. Like I'd only get a little bit baby hairs by the end of the week, so yeah. Um, obviously once it gets to a certain length, a razor just doesn't do it anymore, but I got clippers and all of that. So when the time comes, I'll be ready. But then I will upkeep it for months. Cause yeah, that's way easier. So much easier. Yeah. How did you, you shaved your back too, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Alicia helped save basically my hamstrings and my back. Good. The rest yeah. of my <laughs> Cause Taylor has always shaved my back in, in the past. We have like videos and stuff of, of us, of us doing it too. Just, for fun we've never shared them or anything but uh, yeah. when when Bo and I went to Hollywood and LA together it was just him me and dad and that was probably the weirdest most personal that I've ever got with anybody before I go and Bo and I looked at each other like I, I guess we have to shave each other's backs <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> thank, That's real thank, love. God that, thank God that we're brothers because if it was anybody else I'd be like I'm not doing the show. I'm done. All right. It's, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's how you or, really. Or the judges would be like, all right, back double bicep pose. I'm just going to stay facing the front if that's okay. okay. Right. <laughs> just hairy. It looks like a paintbrush on your back. <laughs> yeah. No, it's real love. You know, her sitting there just going at it it's just like yeah that's how you know somebody loves you <laughs> Dude, she was she was so supportive too and that, that was one of the most fun parts is just getting to know her too and, and just like i really felt like she was aunt to our kids and feel feel like she is and everything and every time that the two of you would come over you know that, having her over was half the fun and then like she and taylor could be us together and kind of go do their thing while we do our thing and i like that very much yeah you know and well and, and she's she's been the driving force behind you too, because you just be honest, like you wouldn't have been able to do it without her support. Yeah. 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 Definitely helped me and supported me the whole time, you know, just kept that, that, uh, that pillar that I needed, especially even caught me a few times when I wanted to cheat and stuff like that. So 
that's normally something she doesn't do. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was definitely it's, it was all needed, you know, and, and having that person that's kind of with you at home to keep you honest is like mm-hmm. nice, you know. Yeah. Um, well, cause, yeah, because Taylor and I both do it, too. And so, like, if I eat anything that she knows isn't in my meal plan, like, she won't say anything, you know, but, but like, I, I can't do it if, if she's there. You know, I can't cheat on Yeah, her. it's harder, right? You're like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, moving forward, plan is to do not a bulk. We don't bulk. Bulk is a <laughs> word. We are lean bulking. We are yeah. main gaining. You might main say. Gain. I like it. Yep. Yep. We're going to main gain up through um, April or May because we wanted to do the Emerald Cup. And as you know, I spent, like, I, I, I was like, dude, just I'll talk to the judges. You you go sleep. Just go take a nap, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've had a long week. And so, much yeah. And so, Taylor and I um, took the time to talk to the judges for about two hours and and, and I was, and I was asking a question about my own physique too. I was like, Hey, like, this is what I look like this week. Like, when do you think I could be competitive here? And so they were helping me out too. But, um, I guess that's kind of the nice thing is both, both you and me are in a real similar boat to where like, we're both lean. And if we, and, and we could potentially step on stage at the Emerald cup in April, but if we push it too hard, we would definitely rush it. So we're looking at, so all, all the judges across the board were like, if you guys just improve and resist the temptation to step on stage too many times too fast, like you guys would be way more competitive if you improved your muscularity, if you improved your muscularity here, here, and here, and uh, and did a conservative four month prep from the beginning of summer towards the end of summer, and then looked at another fall show. So, and the, and these are promoters of spring shows. They're telling us this. They're like, right, wanting us to pay the money. Yeah, they're like, I want you to do my show, but. For, but for, for your sake, don't do it. Take take some time off, build some muscle, and and come in more competitive. They're like they're like Colt. You need big. They're like Lawrence. You need some more some more back and yeah. and some hamstrings too. Your damn quads, dude. Man, like we didn't. We just it was two months out, and we were like, no more quad exercises. Not <laughs> quad exercise. They need to shrink. If anything, we're working on the hamstrings now. We're doing- yeah no squats <laughs> it was really a rush to get those hamstrings up because yeah like even when they we went to the show and they were like yeah your quads are good dude <laughs> like i was like oh okay like that is something you know i can take forward and and yeah i really appreciate you talking to the judges that was huge i think i didn't obviously we both sat in the hotel room and we're like ah like kind of getting dreams crushed because we wanted to do you know compete but i think that was more of the competitive fever but just having that honest feedback knowing that yeah we could go and we can compete and we can be in the show or we can try to win it, you know? And I think that's the difference is just understanding the time to step away and improve on ourselves. So we are competitive and we're not just going to just go right. We're not just spinning our wheels and going through the motions. We're actually like there to work hard and, and be competitive. And um, yeah, I think taking that time, like it, it felt nice after we're to be like, okay, now I do have time to really work on this and go back to the lab, you know, on it. And and we've got months and months, so I'm super stoked. So ready to gain some size. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. Main gain it. You know, we're not going to go too crazy. And uh, I feel like I put on just enough layer of what I want, you know. And then, like I said, just meet myself in the middle, trim down and get stronger. Mostly that'll be the most important part, making sure strength is going up. So I know I'm building muscle, you know. Mm-hmm. And time under 10. That's right. Yeah. Boy, that, that, that was an, that was an interesting, that was a hard thing. That was one of the hardest things for me to do as a coach is like, we're not even counting reps in this exercise, 45 seconds. Oh, dude, those were brutal, that, but it like really changed it up. You know, like, Oh, I, I think, and imagine if every set was like that, every set was 40 seconds of time under tension. That's crazy. Like, I feel like if I can do that, you know, make that the goal that, you know, I'll really see a transformation in my physique. Um, yeah. It's going to be hard, but I want to do that. I really do. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite division class bodybuilding? Um, probably classic because it felt more more right to do those types of poses, right? And and it felt more artistic like that. Um, oh, I'm actually shocked that you said that because before the I show, do love you said you like bodybuilding better. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's going to be the main thing. Right. And that's what I'm going to compete long-term. Um, but just how they uh, organize this one, 
um, bodybuilding was like, they put me out there to do um, mandatories and prejudging first and stuff like that. And then, um, and then I didn't even have my music for mine. So it was kind of like different. Um, but I feel like the music and the vibe of the whole thing fit better for physique. It's, it's definitely more of like, I think a show with physique and stuff like that. But um, yeah, obviously bodybuilding is the goal. I want to be huge on stage and, and look like a bodybuilder too. So where it's like, I get kicked out of physique, you know, like that's the goal. Classic physique. <laughs> I'm, I don't meet the weight requirement anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I, I love them both, you know, and I think they're really cool. Um, any, any avenue you get to, you know, express that, but definitely the way we posed and, and did our routine, like probably physique for this show, I would say. And then um, if I get a little thicker and, and, and my glutes out more, I'll probably like bodybuilding more. Classic. You got to say, you got to remember to say Sorry, classic, classic because you yeah. accidentally signed up for physique. And what did you say? Tell me that conversation again that you had with that guy. I was like, oh, yeah. So, oh yeah, this was great. So, you know, I, I get there and, and dude's checking me and okay, you got, you know, bodybuilding and we're doing a novice classic or um, men's physique. And I was just like, yeah, wait, what? Like, no, like, um, I'm, I'm in classic. He's like, Oh, but you put down men's. I was like, yeah, no, I got to go to classic, man. I train my legs. <laughs> and, uh, and he got a little chuckle out of it. Um, cause yeah, like they were right close to he each other. Some other words in there too. And I, and I appreciate you keeping it G rated for the podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> we have, we have people from church that listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, it's, it's just funny. I think, you know, everybody kind of knows about it. It's not to rag on them or anything like that, but it's just like, yeah, why not show your whole physique? You know, um, the board shorts thing is kind of interesting to me. But. You, you would, I mean, with, I, I mean, it's with the utmost respect, but you and me would look like fish out of water if we did this physique. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. You should try. Because well, I, I, I do it because I, and, and, and I've done it at all my shows and I usually take last place and, and, and yeah. I just tell me they're like, why are you doing like, like you're so competitive in bodybuilding. Why are you doing, why, why are you doing men's physique? And I just tell them, I'm like, because the men's physique guys are going to be on stage. I'm already shredded and I don't want to just hang out while everybody's on stage getting judged. Like I want to throw out and have fun. And it's like, if you're going to go to the track meet for, for, to do, to do the discus and you suck at the hundred yard dash, just, why not do the hundred yard dash as long as you're there? You know, like it's not right, like right. your discus. Just yeah, yeah. Just do some hurdles or something. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do both too. Yeah, just to try them out, and and I'm excited to really become like a you know bodybuilder and stuff like that. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what my weight gets up to, and and when I get shredded, um, if I do physique and bodybuilding again, or just bodybuilding, but um. I'm, I want to gain enough size to where I, and that might be hard. 174, like shredded might be ridiculous, but uh, we're going to try. <laughs> you'll, you'll be a beast. Yeah. You were 158, 157. Yeah. 157. The last one. Hovering around there. Yeah. 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 That was the last way in, and in, in the scan we did and stuff. 157 at like 7% body fat or something like that. Um, and that's like another kind of goal I want to have too, is like, I felt like we did a really good job leading me up into it, but I felt like I can definitely do some more conditioning and maybe some more cardio at the end and stuff like that to where, um, I want to be like tight, you know, just really leaner. I mean, everything's sure. going to improve. <laughs> Get those loop striations popping out this time. Yeah. yeah. And granted, you know, I know that comes with a little bit of size as well, but, uh, for the most part, you know, get them, get them lean and get them bigger. There, there, are may, there are maybe two or three guys there that had leaner glutes than you, but other than that, I mean, you're pretty. Yeah. You, you were yeah, definitely top three or four. Every but yeah, it's just like I said, that gap. I want to close that gap. <laughs> <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you feel after the shot of whiskey right before stage? Yeah, that was actually nice. It was kind of calming. And then by the second one, I was just like, you know what? This is all right. <laughs> like it was, you know, it was burning and I was a little, you know, wuss about it, needing a chaser and all that. But, uh, for the most part, uh, it was, it was nice. Um, in the hotel room, it took me like 20 minutes to do it. It was funny. Like before, like going to bed to dry me out, that was the funniest because Alicia's over there, like, hurry up and take it. You wuss. Like <laughs> such a pussy about it. Like, just take it. It's one, it's a double shot. Just take it yeah. <laughs> and she can do it and she can sip it and she can drink it. But it's something I was just like, Oh, uh, <laughs> you, you, you don't know how you know you don't know how good I felt 
going to bed that night knowing that you were safe up through your prep too um yeah this week you know especially after what happened uh, the world of bodybuilding lost somebody that was to me uh a huge role model from the very very beginning somebody that i really looked up to in classic in classic physique because i was the nerd when classic physique first came out in like 2015 or 2016 and um, george peterson took third place like three years in a row and then eventually moved up to bodybuilding finally because he was just getting way too big for classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and, and, and who, and who knows what happened, but I mean, there's, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of, um, I'm not, I'm not going to speculate anything about what happened. Of course, um, at, at the end of the day, he's um, a total stud and somebody that I'll, that I'll always respect, but um, there's so, so many extremes that, that are, that, that, that are taken, um, to, to, to win at the expense of your health and to know oh, yeah. like we didn't put you on any sketchy diuretics or anything sketchy to dry you out or anything it's like we did it old school you yeah a whole bunch of water and then you cut it and then you're dry the next day and then you just drink as soon as you're done, done yeah. again. And, it, and it works you know you don't yeah it was yeah it was I, I definitely was happy with that and then even doing the research into it a lot of these people are doing it for no reason, you know, and there might be diuretics that kind of work marginally where they're going to change your, your water composition. But for the most part, it was kind of interesting to read about how they're just getting rid of your total water. They're not necessarily changing what's under your skin and what's going to be visible. Right. And so it's, it was almost like a lot of what was happening, like the water pills and stuff like that, not even going to yield better results. And then most of the forums and I, and things that I read said, like, keep it old school. The pros definitely do it this way. Like they're smarter about it. Um, yeah. And that's really the only way to trick your body into changing the composition. You either do sodium manipulation or you do carbon manipulation which is what we did, you know, carbon manipulation. So it's just like you take advantage of what your body naturally does in those States anyway, uh, rather than um, just going straight for, Oh, get, get my kidneys, flushing all the water out of my body because that's all those diuretics do they just hyperactivate your kidneys and they just flush you or they'll draw sodium to it and the water follows and so it's just kind of like it's not an effective or safe way and yeah it's unfortunate some people take those shortcuts and end up um you know paying the price for it or yeah. or damaging kidneys you know damaging liver and obviously we know the sport as far as you know cutters and stuff like that um, a lot of people do a lot of different things and and it doesn't, you know, necessarily sometimes even yield a better result. And that's what's really unfortunate. Yeah. It's like, it was a safe and right way to do it. And people didn't take that avenue. Right. It's like there's there's so many people that think that just because it's a drug, it's going to make you better. and It's a better option. But it's it's like it's like, oh, yeah, no, like as you as you cut your your, your thyroid dips down. And so you need to take this for your thyroid. You need to take this to make sure your metabolism stays in check. And it's like man, like the, the only way I've ever done it and the way that my, the way that my coach Al, Alfred taught me, and he's one, he's one of the top physiques in the world. You know, the, the, guy, the guy looks, looks absolutely amazing at 46 years old. And, and what, and what he taught me is you are in a deficit the entire week. And then you have one day a week where you're in a refeed, which is not a cheat day, but your calories are super high. And I showed you your, your meal plan too, with your first day when we were doing refeeds and you're like, yeah, tired. I don't want to eat. Like, I don't need to eat all these carbs. It's like, dude, please, you, you need to. And it's just the last guy that I introduced refeeds with him too. He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, I'm not, I'm not hungry enough to feel like I, like I, I can do this. I don't, I don't need this to look forward to be able to stay on my diet. He thought that I was giving him like a carrot or something like a uh, yeah reward, which is how most people treat it. And then, and, and then that goes back to the food being either fuel or, or fun kind of thing. And it, it, it should be both, but food shouldn't just be entertainment and like a reward for doing something like good boy, good boy. Like food should be, it, it should, it should be used strategically in a way that's enjoyable, but also sustainable and also healthy. And, uh, and, and, and I told him, I was like, this is, I was like, you're going to get stronger from doing this and your best workouts are going to be the day after you refeed, you're going to perform better. And this is going to be great for your serotonin. It's going to be great for your dopamine. This is going to be great for ultimately your melatonin production. You're going to be sleeping better. And this is going to optimize your metabolism and your thyroid long-term so that during the week you, you are in a calorie deficit because calorie deficit is calories in calories out. It's a moving target. You know, your body's always changing. So your metabolism might be doing one thing one week and, then, and something else the next week. And 
Um, and, and you got to keep it optimized. And so that refeed is, is, is really, really important, but there's a way we were doing it too. You know, your fats were nothing the entire day, which is fine because then the next day was your high fat day. But, right. but, but like you, you're not going to store fat on that one refeed. And if you do, it'll come off within a day or two because it's, it's right back to the grind the next, the, the, ne- the next morning. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was like the most interesting part about um, our diet is definitely like learning that, that whole refeed system. And yeah, it worked. Like uh, when I was chunkier, I didn't like it because yeah, the idea is like, oh man, like I'm going to put on more water and, and get fatter like on this day. Cause I'm not adhering to my diet. But then you think about how a pound of fat is literally 3,500 calories. So like, you're not going to even put on a pound of fat in that one day, like not even one pound, you know, any fluctuation you see is going to be water. Like that, that's the only way it can actually happen like that. Your body can't everything you eat. That, I mean, what my high calorie day was like, or my high carb day was like somewhere in the 2000, maybe 3000. And it was just like a lot of carbs. So I didn't even meet the requirement, not talking about what your body's already burning that day to even store the fat. Right. And so, yeah, like eventually I became less worrisome. And then as I got leaner, those repeat days were nice because it kind of really filled me out and uh, gave me the energy and strength. And I think that's huge too, because that next day I'm able to go tear into it and really, or like when we train together, do a full body. So all my muscles get waking up and, and I'm not losing any muscle along the process. You know, I'm able to train harder those days and and put that strenuous effort on the muscle to where it's going to say, Hey, I need to stick around. Um, I think that's huge, you know, and and the carbs are are very difficult to be stored as fat to begin with too. And so is protein, which is why when I repeat, I do it on protein. I think I, I think I told you this. I'll be keto for the entire week. I'm, I'm actually right now is my keto peak week. So I'm, it's my practice peak week. So I'm keto the entire week and I'm on my last day of it right now. So today was kind of like the hardest workout, the most depleted that I've felt all year. And then tomorrow is my protein refeed, which is basically going to be a whole bunch of turkey. And Taylor and I are having a pork tenderloin tomorrow night. We're having like a date night. I'm just gonna eat a whole bunch of pork tenderloin and, uh, and a, big, a, a big glass of wine. I'm gonna cut my water then. So, hey buddy, are you interrupting the podcast? I say goodnight. Okay. Good night. Love you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> what was I saying? You're eating tenderloins. Yeah, yeah. So tomorrow night is gonna be our date night, and I'm gonna basically eat probably three pounds worth of pork tenderloin, which is leaner than too. So I'm keeping all the fats to a minimum and eating a very high amount of protein, which I believe is going to completely dehydrate me. That's typically what it does. And so the next morning too, especially after cutting water and having some wine, relaxing with my wife and everything, I can just super dry, super muscles, muscles are hard and, um, and, and really full of glycogen because I was keto for the time. So that's what yeah. I'm doing but not at the level of leanness that I am now. So I'm excited to see what happens on set. You get a similar result and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah we're, gonna do, we're gonna do the tan, the posing, the photo shoot and everything. It's just gonna be a competition of just against me in my garage. <laughs> That's fun, yeah. yeah. And yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see that and if we can even like prep to a show doing that. Cause I think it'd be just an interesting like series we could put on YouTube too, about just kind of like how I'm going to do my prep for this and how you're going to do yours for the same show. And then um, just kind of yeah show people that really you can just pick how you want to attack it. You know, it's kind of like any exercise is good exercise. If you like running, run. If you like biking, bike, mountain climber, whatever, you know, like pick, just move, you know, just do something that gets you out there doing it. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be fun. I, w- I would love to see that change yeah. or transformation for me yeah yeah i'll be I'll, I'll, I'll be posting it not sure not sure what yet probably probably youtube and then bits and pieces on instagram i know um what's been who's been your biggest motivation um like pro bodybuilder probably lee priest yeah lee priest and then um current day probably like uh ahmad ashkani as well as um i actually like uh what's his name um not Chris Bumstead, but the other guy. Uh, oh, he just won too. Uh, who's the physique competitor? Um, drawing a blank. I guess he's not that inspirational. <laughs> Obviously, like I would love the physique of Ronnie Coleman and stuff like that. But Lee Priest was really motivating for me because it was like 
he had the same height and, and kind of like build as me and stuff like that. Um, kind of like Frank Colombo. That was another one I looked up to and stuff like that, where it's kind of like they can do it like that inspired me a lot too. the, the branch Warrens and stuff like that. And Dexter Jackson's the little short guys that were getting big, you know, and I was like, you know what, I could do that too, you know, and, uh, and I can get that physique, you know, that they have that super wide physique. If you can't grow taller, you can get wider. And so it's just like, that's, that's kind of like was a motivator for me. Um, and so Patrick Moore, that's his name. Just remembered. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it's mostly Chris Bumstead and Patrick Moore's mentality are cool. Like, you know, they say, just don't give up, stay tenacious, stay working at it. Patrick Moore transitioning from physique into bodybuilding and showing that whole process on his Instagram was cool too. He was just kind of showing just, just, you know, it's bodybuilder stuff, but like how his hamstring width grew and, and just different, um, his lats were wider, deeper and stuff like that. So it was just kind of interesting to see, you know, people just as motivated making those transformations going from what in his eyes was kind of like a skinnier, um, frame, you know, and then eventually being able to get that size and, and Lee Priest was just motivating because he would just get so chunky and huge, like bulk, he would bulk bulk, like fat, like super fat. And then he would have the debt And this is, you know, only for people who can do it, but he would, you know, have the dedication and will to just cut that all out, you know? Um, but I remember him talking about his meal plan when he bulked and it cracked me up because he was like, you know, I'll still eat my oatmeal and, and eggs. And then I'll go have some McDonald's um, burgers and stuff like that. And so and then I'll have my steak and rice and then I'm going to go eat pizza and stuff like that. So like his bulk was very interesting because he would just surplus with a bunch of junk um, in between his healthy meals. And it worked for him, though. And I tell people, don't follow that model because he had, like I said, that dedication to eventually get rid of all of it. And he didn't care about cutting 40 pounds because he felt like that was worth it for him. Right. Like that right. putting on 40 pounds in the off season and taking it off again, like seems tedious when Arnold's rule in his book, I think he wrote um, 12 to 15 pounds is what he wrote in his, uh, you know, um, encyclopedia of bodybuilding um, was the idea, like the good mid range, you know, and, and Phil Heath says, you know, when you lose glute striations and quad striations or not quad, but the, the cuts and you can start can't see the definition anymore that's when he stops so everybody's kind of got their own little um level of it but yeah i was just kind of inspired by these old school guys to they just kind of all picked a different path and, and a different way to attack the sport and, and just went at it it was very yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. i want to find my own did you have any times during your prep where you felt like quitting or you or you felt discouraged or like oh i can't do this like any, any doubts any demons in your head they were that you're having to fight against mostly well, I felt I wasn't like lean enough. Like, so until I got there, like, yeah, initially I was like, Oh man, like, I don't know if I'm going to be as cut for this show as like, I, I don't know if I'm going to look the part, right. Like how I want to look. Um, and obviously as we got me leaner and leaner, um, that, that kind of dissipated. And, and I would say, you know, I was still always had a little bit of doubt where I was like, Oh, I don't know about all this, but nothing really um, at any point kind of drug me down in the ditches. You were kind of like making sure I was always there and, and that was really nice of you too and appreciative um it's just like yeah checking in on me making sure you know how i felt and stuff and you know alicia being a, a big factor in that too you know um always kind of kept me like encouraging and stuff like that and even when i you know felt like crap or like low carbs or whatever it was you know it was just like that that steady like we're doing this we're finally doing this um and and i had made that decision too so there was no quitting like we were going to do it if even if i showed up not ready right like paid the money. I wanted to do this. I talked about it for so long. So for me, I, I had to do this. Um, and so that kind of helped a lot too, with like any time I'd feel a little bit of doubt. Um, but for the most part, I would say, yeah, I was, you know, you kept me pretty strong and aware of my emotions and I was, I was kind of motivated the entire time. Um, just a little here and there's, but for the most part, yeah, I was with it. <laughs> awesome. Well, appreciate you, brother. Um, if you had, yeah. If you have one piece of advice to give to somebody that is that they're like, you know what, I want I want to do a show. Um, what's the what's the what's the biggest thing they'll need to keep in mind? Just stay dedicated and, and do it, you know, because at the very least, you're going to get in the best shape of your life. And so you don't have to want to be a pro bodybuilder, do it for a living or like continuously do it. But if you just want to do it to prove it to yourself that you can, as well as just, you, like I said, worst case scenario, you're in the best shape of your life. So like either way, you're going to love it and enjoy the whole process. But that's another piece. Just enjoy the process. Really, you know, stay dedicated, but enjoy what you're doing or else, you know, you, 
if you go with superficial and shallow goals, it's, it's not going to be as easy when those moments get hard, right? You need a, a strong why that would be better advice. Keeping a strong why, you know, cause yeah. that's going to keep your dedication. That's the reason you're doing it all is going to be the reason like you make it, you know? And, and I think that's the best thing you can do. Just keep your why in the, in your front of your head. Love it. Well said. Last question for you, sir, is super set. As you know, is you do one exercise, then you do a different exercise. That's a completely different muscle. You go back to back and it's crazy how both exercises you do better at them because you're pairing them back to back. Right. We've, we've done a lot of these in our training. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I know. It's super set. Yeah. So much. <laughs> so have you found, have you found exercise and bodybuilding and setting your vision on a goal that you wanted so bad and then getting that goal to superset your ability to be better at your job, better in your relationships, um, expand your capacity in other areas of life. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's like, that's why I love bodybuilding. So it's, it's a lifestyle for me, you know, and granted it doesn't have to be for everybody, but yeah, just, just the dedication you, you learn from being hard on yourself and understanding that you can stick to something once you complete it all, or, you know, um, the principles you learn while doing it, waking up and going to the gym, you know, I woke up at three 30 and was at the gym by five, you know, and stuff like that, like keeping your diet clean, all these simple things, resisting um, temptations of food and stuff that creates like a good mental fortitude and strength. And it translates directly into my life. You know, I'm able to work harder, um, work longer, less things are an excuse, you know, and stuff like that. So you, you kind of always find a, a reason and a, and a way to fix something, if especially solution based, you know. And so, yeah, I, I would say it's it's been like, a way to um, keep my my own integrity and and got my own dedication for just other aspects of my life up you know just sticking to something will teach you that you can do it and then you just apply that template anywhere else and you're successful at it you know and i, I plan on doing that for my social media and growing you know doing my own personal business and you definitely motivate me with that i mean you've shown that you know you do the same work with your company as you do with the gym and, and it, it clearly shows you know that level of dedication you show the clients and it clearly shows you know like we're able to do great things through you you know and stuff like that so yeah it's definitely it's definitely something that carries in all aspects of your life i appreciate it thanks man and i yep always a pleasure thanks a lot for those kind words at, at the end of what you just said there but um, I, I just got to throw that right back at you too, man. I said a lot of the reason that I go so hard now is just because you come in my life and you've stepped up, you, you've pushed me too because I'm like, man, I can't have somebody that I'm training that is literally outworking me right now. This is unacceptable and I'm stepping up my game now because of this guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, and, and, and everybody else too, man. Like, like, dude, up and through your show, like, how's Lawrence feeling? How's Lawrence feeling? Like, he's, like, he's, he's you know, like, how, how do you play this? How do you play this? Just everybody was asking about you, man. And no, just, having you as part of the team has just been... Uh, it's, it's been great for everybody all around. Yeah, and I'm glad, and I hope we can all, you know, continue to inspire. And I can't wait to meet some of, you know, the whole Superset family. You know, we, we need to have like a, we need to have like a barbecue or a dinner or something next time. Yeah, that would be very fun. Somewhere we can all meet up, and yeah. then as well as like you know doing a show together would be very entertaining. We can go there as a team, you know, and support yep. each other and stuff like that. So, um, oh yeah, I got five guys that are already committed. Ha! Let's do it. All, we're gonna have matching skull bells, uniforms, and everything. Yes, yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the, skull, the Skull Squad. Skull Squad, I love it. We're going to be a hit. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate your time. Thanks, brother. All right, brother. Yep. We'll Take get a workout in again soon. Um, love you a lot. And uh, yeah, just For sure. Good, man. Proud of you. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Take it easy. Thank you listeners for joining us on this episode. If you found this helpful or entertaining, we ask if you would please share this with a friend. We also would love to hear what you think of our show, so any ratings or reviews are very much appreciated. We have a new episode every Saturday morning, so please subscribe so you don't miss them. Thank you again, and God bless.